Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So, Odie had a big day today. He did. What did you do today, Odie? What was it? What did you say, Odie? You coming up? He says, I want to jump up, but I just he drank says, too much water and I might throw up. He says <laughs> that he went to an event with a bunch of other doggies. Did you meet other wiener that dogs, looked, baby? That strangely enough like him. Oh, Odie. And there were people who came and oohed and awed at them. Do people ooh and awe, baby? But nobody took him home. He says, that's okay. I got to come home to you guys. I like you guys. Yeah, he seems happy. He seems like he missed us. Okay. We went to pick him up from the lady who took him to the adoption event's house. And I went and I like opened the gate and I'm getting, I can hear the menagerie of dogs inside barking at me. Okay. So I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be a wave of cute when this door opens. She, she, I get to the front door. She obviously knows I'm there because she yells before I can even get to the actual door to hold on. And then she opens the door and like a herd, it might even be a swarm of wiener dogs, like rampages out and they're circling me like sharks and they're barking and they just want me to love them. And then I turn around and there is little albino Odie leaping at me. Because he's just so happy that he's I came excited. back for him. Yeah, he's excited um, that we were back. And, you know, when you think about what the poor dog has been through, it's like, I would feel that way. I'd be, like, so thankful that the people that I cared about came back to me. Honestly, picking up Odie was the best part of my day. Because he was just so damn excited to see me. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> He knew who you were, see? Mm -hmm. That's the other big thing. Is he knows who we are now. And I thought it was cute when we were driving and he decided to toddle over and sit in my lap and take some snuggles from me. Yep. While I was driving. He was cute. He's a cute boy. And you know what? It would have been okay if someone had adopted him. Because at least he'd be with somebody who would love him. But since that didn't happen, I'm glad he could come back to us. I don't know. I was strangely worried that when she asked to talk that she was going to say, oh, well, I have this other dog that would do better in a single dog home and that I'd like to have Odie move over here. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to lose the Odie for that. I know. It'd be so, mind, it would be so traumatizing. I don't mind losing him for a forever home like that. But no, I don't want to give him up to somebody else to foster. Him. Right. <laughs> Plus, I feel bad for him. He went through this whole thing and now he's starting to bond to us. Mm-hmm. And we don't want him to, you know, have to rebond to somebody else. Yeah. It's funny. Some people's attitude, I know it's not these people's attitude at all. They love these dogs. They truly do. Um, but some people's attitude is just that, like, well, dogs don't remember. And, I mean, that's just so not true. If dogs don't remember, why does Yog Dog go completely batshit crazy every time we go out? They remember. Like, if we were to take Odie somewhere... 
and his previous owner just happened to be there, like on a vacation day from the old lady home. Um, he would see her and be so excited. Yeah, I agree. I would be chopped liver. Like I agree. (laughs) I agree. I totally agree. I think, I think that um, it was interesting. Like I watched Yogi, and when we came back. Um, after the game mm-hmm. and there was no Odie he was like hmm what's going on and he took advantage of it too he played and he cuddled with everybody and he but then when we came back you weren't you stayed downstairs when I brought Odie up yeah but Yogi was like hey he's back and he was like dancing around him and they were dancing around each other and doing the butt sniff and finding out what the other one had done all day how cute he was cute and I then know that. Yogi, so Yogi tried to has come. Definitely approved of the Odie moment. Yeah, and then Yogi tried to come with us and was pretty much refusing to stay in the apartment. And Mitchell had to give him a face shove to keep him in the door from getting his nose chopped off in the door. Because <laughs> he was alone. Yeah. For the morning, because Alyssa wasn't here. Till like one thirty. So he was alone way, from he was like really what? Offended. He was alone from like what ten o'clock to like eleven to like one thirty. So pretty much. It's not terrible, but three hours and a half, but. He was alone. So, that was kind of our day. That was the dog's day. (laughs) But you've come to a conclusion that I wanted you to talk about. I decided today that, okay, I'm, it may not come off this way in the podcast because I'm kind of feisty towards this person named Mike over here, but I'm a super passive person. I tend to... Say my sassy things under my breath or in text message to people that I trust so that I can rant to. And I don't ever say something to the person who's being a giant cocksucking asshole. I'm done with it, though. It doesn't accomplish anything for me to complain to you about how rude somebody was. It doesn't accomplish anything. They just continue to be rude. I'm done. I'm done with that. That's not going to happen anymore. Well, I might still complain to you, but it'll be secondary. Because... Maybe, maybe if I tell somebody that they're being rude and that I don't appreciate the way that they're treating me, they'll fucking stop. Or at least they'll get so offended that they'll leave me alone and never speak to me again. Both of those things are a solution I'm fine with. (laughs) Well. Sorry, that was a lot of words in one breath. It's okay. First, I told you that I had something that I wanted to tell you about that. So I'm going to do that. But first, before I do that, I want to say that I'm proud of you for getting to a point where you want to take action about people who treat you poorly. Okay? Because, why am I proud of you about that? Because nobody deserves to be treated like crap. Nobody can start with that so that's blanket statement but most assuredly people who keep to themselves don't stir up trouble don't talk shit behind people's back like you most assuredly don't deserve to be treated that way they don't they don't there are a share of people in the world who i have been at least 50 percent of a bitch to and I deserve it from them. But I don't associate with that's those people called, anymore. But that's called owning it. 
It's called owning it. Right. They don't associate with me. I don't associate with them. It's a mutual dislike. We don't talk. Well, and you and I'm just, fine with that. But you just said it. You just said it. Either you're going to shock these people into changing their behavior or you're going to permanently drive them away. And permanently driving them away is not necessarily a bad thing. But okay. But Better here, for both sides. But let me finish what I was saying. So I'm proud of you for that. I am. I'm proud that you've gotten to that point. And um, I'm really proud that you've gotten to that point. And I just want to warn you, though, that from my interactions with you, you tend to... When you get mad, you tend to not think as much about what you say. Okay, so when someone, and I'm not specifically talking about you here, but when someone essentially dives into a situation full force and is kind of sassy and rude, most people observing that look at them as the aggressor and the problem, in quotes, okay? And, like, I think you should grasp that because that has recently happened to you. And you were on the receiving end of it. And you know how that person appeared. So my warning to you is, while I 100% agree with and support what you said, I still want you to maintain your dignity by taking a step back for a second and then attacking the situation. So you think I need so canned responses. So in other words, <laughs> so in other words, in other words, instead of saying person A says blah 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 and you immediately go blah 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 right back, person A is going to say blah blah blah. You're going to pause one, two, three, and then give it back to them. Because the first way you look like a lunatic. And the second way, people say, person deserved it. Because it allows people to let that, like, comment that was said that set you off to sink in. So they can be like, wow, that person really was kind of a jerk. I can't believe they said that. Again, it's happened to you. And we know how the person appears when that occurs. Yeah, I really do appreciate the other person to look like a lunatic. Well, Especially when they start it. If I started, I'm fine with looking like the lunatic because I clearly am the lunatic. But it's a lot like I said, you know, when we did that survey before I ran for Board of Supervisors, you know. I saw that in my bit links the other day. What's interesting <laughs> about it is in some instances I could tell who the person was that gave the feedback. Yeah. And those people are now quite friendly towards me and part of our community group. At least two of them. Well, I know why. Well, that's what I was going to get at. Because I read what the feedback said. And I said to Deborah, I'm sorry, but I am blunt. And I think sometimes when she makes that comment about, well, I think that people use the word blunt... What does she say? She says, I think people say that they're blunt as a way of excusing their rude comments. Right. I feel sometimes she aims that at me. I do. 
Okay. Well, it's because sometimes she does aim it at you. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. I am blunt. And I have figured, and I told her, I'm not going to stop being blunt. I'm not. And then she told me, well, if you make sure that you're the kinder, gentler one, you can pretty much get away with saying what you want, and the other person's going to look like the ass. And so I gave that some thought, and I contemplated it for a while. And then I kind of got my, dipped my toe in the water and started talking to people like on the Orange County Register. And then we had this conversation about the toll road. And the people got all pissed off at me. And I was like, what the hell did I do wrong? Like, I didn't say anything bad about the toll road. So I asked Deborah to read it. And she says, well, let me ask you a question. Where in that conversation did you let them know specifically what your stance was on the toll road? And I said, well, by me kind of siding with them, I thought I was letting them know that I was on their side. And she says, well, but they're still left to assume your position. Just like when you argue with people rather than ask them questions, they're left to assume that you oppose them. And so they get more defensive. So right. I took it a step further. And I would start saying, like, person would say, well, I think blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, well, look, I totally understand that you think blah, 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 blah. And I get why you think blah, 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 blah. But have you thought about this? And I'd ask a question. Then they answer the question. Then they ask the question. Well, in the end, if they got me heated, they looked like the asshole, not me. Right. And it changes people's perception of you. I'm preparing my canned responses as we speak. And unfortunately, <laughs> and unfortunately, there's going to be those people, and we know who I'm referring to here, who are going to do their best to stir up trouble with you to try to make you look bad. Okay, I've had that happen recently. You know that. And it's why with recent events, I didn't stand up and get back in the person's face. Right. Because I've learned some self-restraint and just, all right, think this through to the next step and the next step and the next step. Don't want to go there. Not a good move. Just sit here. Yeah, there was a time in your life where if somebody got in your face, there would have been a fist in theirs. Almost instantaneously. Yes. And now you're more sassy and then they pretty much (laughs) pussy and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, th- I think that people get in somebody else's face to provoke them to hit you or to, mm-hmm. to hit them. If you were truly trying to start an actual fist fight with somebody, you would just walk up and punch them. Right, because that's how you'd start an actual fist. Because let's face it, if you punch somebody, most people are going to defend themselves. Right. So if, you, if your goal was truly fist fight, like if we were in an Irish pub and you truly wanted to have a fist fight <laughs> with someone... All you'd have to do is walk up and start swinging. Yeah. But when people get in somebody else's face, they want you to take the first punch and then they'll play the victim and cry and whine and blah, 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 blah to everybody who will listen about how you're a giant aggressive douche hat. Yeah. Those things. Yeah, I agree. But that's why I want you to maintain your dignity. That's all. I'm in not other words, sure I have very much. In other words, I have 100% your back. Okay. <laughs> I do. 
I support you on this. But you gotta you gotta maintain your dignity. That's all. Because it isn't worth looking like the bad person. Yeah. The most recent thing that occurred, you don't look like the bad person. Which is, you know what? A little bit shocking to me. Well. But whatever. That's okay. I do I'd agree with our, I do agree with our conversation that there's one particular person that you might want to approach tomorrow and make sure that everything is a-okay. But, you know, beyond that, it is what it is. What happened, happened. Um, yep. You apologized to the appropriate people. You owned your own part of it. And that's, that's maintaining dignity. That's why I can say that to you. Because you... Nobody's perfect. So when you... Like, I, even, you know, using my example, it makes it sound like suddenly I just became this perfect communicator. Well, there was a couple of times where someone got heated or whatever, and I realized, oh, well, I misunderstood what they had to say because I forgot to ask a question right there. And I apologized right away. I'm really sorry. I completely misunderstood your position. This is what I thought, and I should have asked this question here, but I didn't. When you had one other slip where you let a conversation go on for like 400 times longer than it should have. Yep. I learned from that too. Like, well, yeah, because then that person tried to bait me like six or seven more times and I did not even respond to them. Because that's what happens. Like, I mean, I'll tell you something. (laughs) I didn't get to tell you this yet. But after all that back and forth today with that one person, Mm -hmm. he comes back with like this crazy thing. And I said, you know what? This is ridiculous, okay? I merely wanted you to be aware of how I, of how I feel about this situation. I understand that you see it differently. There was never any doubt that you saw it differently. <laughs> and like some of the things you say that I agreed to or whatever, I did have conversations with you about those things and left it up to you how you were going to handle it. And you, in turn, assumed that I was going to handle it a different way. And you never asked for what you wanted. You assumed you were going to get what you wanted. And that was your mistake. Right. And so, in this situation, you have to kind of own the fact that, you know, I may have made some mistakes in communicating to you, but you most definitely made mistakes in communicating to me. You want to know what they came back and said to me? (laughs) I agree with you. You're right. Both of us made mis- mistakes. So I would still like to work with you. Like, I'm not responding to that. You know why I'm not responding to that? Because I'm going to live by the motto that if you can't say something good, don't say something at all. So I can't say something good to the, sure, now let's set it aside and work together. Mm-mm. No. No. I'm horrified right now. Horrified. What? Yeah. Now, that kind of goes to show you that a lot of the comments that were made were just bluster. And I think that me pointing out some of the purposeful sabotage that went on made this person realize that, hey, even if I think I was right about these five things, I was definitely wrong about all that. It's not helpful. To the podcast, when you make the other person speechless and all they can make is weird throat squealing sounds. I know, I was kind of shocked by... <laughs> I was kind of shocked by that response, I really was. But I also knew just not to say anything. Like, just leave it be. 
you know? So, anyway. <sighs> anyway. I'm proud of you. I want you to understand that. And I'm... I don't stand up for myself very often. But when I do, I'm very colorful about it. It was... <laughs> that situation was interesting. Because, quite honestly... It came out of the blue for me. Because, because like, I'm joking with somebody. Somebody else makes a comment, which doesn't really surprise me that that somebody else made a comment. Because, well, they do that. But then you piped up, and I was like, well, and you even were nice about it. Like, you didn't curse. You just basically said, you know, what you said, which was great. And then I was like, wow, okay. And then all of a sudden, the other person just, like, went there. And I'm like, what? And then I'm saying to my... And honestly, I hope this doesn't offend you, but I'm saying to myself, you know, as a man, there really isn't anything appropriate for me to say in defense of you. There's just nothing appropriate. I mean... There was no one there who defend me lot, myself in that situation. There were a lot of disparaging thoughts that I had that I could have thrown out there. There were a lot of them. But what would it have accomplished? Nothing. What just made me... Remember we talked a little second ago about maintaining your dignity? Well, that would not be maintaining my dignity. I think, uh, yeah, I heard you. Now just shut the fuck up was the only thing that needed to be said. And <laughs> bottom line, that's why I just kept my mouth shut at that point. But then... When she looked at me, when I was putting the thing together, when she looked at me, she mumbled something, and I said, say that again. And then that was when mm, it just came at me, and I'm like, I don't understand this. You know I'm not going to punch you, so why are you even bothering? <laughs> that was kind of weird. And then for him to come over and also get in my face, I was like... Maybe he thought you were going to punch her. At which point I would have completely respected him defending her, but as it was. Well, let's not forget, this is a person who assaulted a child on the beach. Like, Uh, clearly it was serious enough that the police officer made him leave the beach. mm -hmm. So... I don't think the police officer saw the thin line that everyone else was talking about. No. I don't think so either. But that's kind of the scary part about all this. He doesn't learn because he continues to make the same comments. Mm, well, you know. He talks about other kids. And he talks about other parents. And it's like, clearly, having that close encounter... Didn't teach him anything. Because, I mean, that was only... That was only in May. Oh, yeah, it was the first time. That was three months ago. How does something like that... If, if, if you... If you were told by the police... You either leave right now or we're arresting you... Would you already, three months later, be acting the same exact way? Likely not, but I do have all of my brain cells intact. That part... Is what scares me. Like, how do you act like that? Um, just three months after you faced a pretty bad situation. Yeah, I don't know. 
But hey, whatever. To each their own, I suppose. As exactly. long as you don't do it in my presence, I'm good. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's what I want. I want to just be left alone. That's it. Just leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Don't approach me. Just leave me alone. Yep. Then all will be good. Yep. But I'm not sure that person can do that. That's the problem. So, and that seems tell. to be the consensus. So, anyway, like I said, I'm proud of you because you did stand up for yourself and maintained your dignity while doing it. Which now is very shocking. Need, now you just need to remember to maintain your dignity. Mm. Anyway, now I'm, I'm tired. I'm done so ranting. I want to go to sleep. All right. Good night, well, everyone. That's a good idea. Hasta la bye bye. Pretty girl. Do you miss the glory days of talk radio where the hosts knew their stuff and were not spreading fake stories? What would it be like if those same hosts could speak their mind and not have to answer to management for it? I have just the thing for you. Spencer Hughes Podcast Adventures is the new show from Spencer Hughes, formerly of Fox News Radio and a host of other places. For as little as $1 a month, you can have access to Spencer again. His insights will make you think, and his humor will make you laugh. This is your chance to help a man build his dream and support his family. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes today and subscribe to one of the several levels you can choose from. You will not be disappointed in the content you are going to begin receiving. Patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes. Adventurous content, the way radio used to be. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.